Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Inside MTV Siesta Key. I'm Laura Finaldi. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in this week. Unfortunately, Anna is out sick. She has the flu, and I miss her very much. And I didn't have anyone to watch Siesta Key with this week, and it was a doubleheader, so it's kind of hard to process the whole thing on your own. But I'm going to do my best here today to break it down for you guys, let you know about all the cool Sarasota hangs that are in the episode. But so just before we get started, I just want to talk about a few things that I've heard, you know, the hot goss, the news. So next week, as we know, is the season finale. It's a double episode, so it'll be just as long as it was this week. It was a lot of Siesta Key this week. Um, Long enough to feel like there were... They basically touched on every single plot line that they they possibly could touch on. Just with... You had you had breakups. You had gaslighting from Alex, of course. You had just drama. You had people getting mad at Chloe for meddling. It was just everything all packed into a two-hour episode. So very interesting stuff. Um, and so basically, you know, it seems like there's going to be more episodes after next week. This build-up at this point, what's going on on social media and the narrative around the show, it just doesn't feel like we're heading towards a series finale right now. feels like we're heading towards a season finale. And I did see Juliet commented on someone's Instagram saying that there are 12 more episodes. So I don't know if that means 12 and then that's it, or 12 episodes like maybe for next season, for a second part of the third season. I'm not sure. But as far as I can tell, I don't think we're going to be losing Siesta Key anytime soon. So don't worry about that. Um, Other than that, I just want to say that... I think you all have looked on social media enough, or maybe you don't follow it as closely as I do, but I follow the show closely enough on social media to know that Madison and Ish are definitely back together, which is amazing. I love them together, but it's just, you know, the show presented it this way. I don't know if they actually did break up on this. I mean, it looks like they did, but obviously the show makes it look like they do, but they got back together, so all's good. And I'm very curious to see what happens with her family. It was an interesting scene, I thought, but I'll have more thoughts on that as we get through the episode. So let's break it down. It's long. There's When I write recaps of the show, it's difficult because I have to do 25 inches, basically, which is about 700 words. I have to distill this whole thing into 25 inches, usually 20 inches, but... You know, this week was a little bit longer, so I told my editor it's going to be a little longer, and he's like, We really can't take up more space than we usually do. So it's hard to really recap it scene for scene when I'm writing about it for the newspaper. But the podcast is fun because we really can talk about every single thing that we see on screen. Whereas with my recaps, I do more themes. You know, like the one of the themes of this episode was Chloe 
just trying to bring everybody back together, I thought. So let's let's break it down. So we start with a scene on the beach, and it's Julia and Kelsey. And I don't know if you guys noticed this, but Julia is wearing the same bathing suit as she's wearing in the new credit sequence from this season. At least it looks like the same one. And who knows? Maybe it was the same day. But also, she's really sunburnt, so possibly not. It could be just a different day. But I also, we don't see a lot of outfit repeating on this show. So, who knows? They're drinking, uh, I think it's rosé. I wrote down rosé, but I could be wrong. And they're in full makeup. <laughs> and they're on the beach, and they're talking about blend possibly opening Kelly's there and how Brandon is having a 4th of July party and Juliet says that Courtney really needs their help and she doesn't want to go to the party anyway because she doesn't know who's going if Robbie's going or if Alex and Alyssa are going so that's kind of where she's at right now then we cut to a scene at the compound I always write that in my notes as you know compothecris with a k so compound that's what I have right there in front of me and they are talking about just how they got into their first fight and Alyssa says it happens and they're talking about going to her lake house in Georgia it's her parents lake house so they're headed there for the 4th of July exciting and Alyssa mentions oh this could usually make or break a couple and Alex says it's going to double make them which obviously very ominous signals so we'll see how that goes without even watching the rest of the episode I could have told you that was not gonna something was gonna happen but I also have a hard time believing any Alex and Alyssa breakup or drama storylines just because like I said before I do follow them on Instagram so I can see that they're together all the time and I know she's having a baby too oh and another side note I know that she was uploading a video on YouTube about her pregnancy and I haven't had the chance to watch it yet but I'll watch it later and then next week we can talk about it I'll make sure Anna watches it too so then we cut to a great scene Well, I mean, it's not a great scene. I just like the location. It's JJ, Amanda, and Jared. And it looks like they're at a dog park, which is, I think it's called the 17th Street Dog Park in Sarasota. I've been there before, actually. This is before I got Linus. But one of my good friends has a dog who's a half pug, half shih tzu. And he's kind of the reason that I like pugs in the first place. So I would take care of this dog when my friend was out of town. And I would take him to the dog park, that dog park, actually. And so it looks, I can't wait to bring Linus there. He just got his rabies shot on Monday, so I can start bringing him to the park. So I'll make sure to bring him there soon and, you know, let you let you guys know what Linus's review is of the park. But I do know that he loves other dogs. So we'll see how that goes. But so they're talking about the fact that Brandon basically told Amanda, I'm no longer interested in you. And that, or not, not that, but like that he basically said he wasn't going to pursue her anymore. And... Amanda is just very honest in front of JJ and Jared. She's not anyone's girl. She can do what she wants. And uh, Jared talks about how he and Jessica had an emotional goodbye at the airport, which that airport in the scene is Sarasota Bradenton International Airport. That's the airport that they show whenever it's about dropping somebody off at the airport. I remember last season, Kara and Garrett said goodbye at an airport, and it was that airport. But it's not it, they have the word international in the title but they don't actually have any direct international flights so and i remember Kara was flying to italy so more than likely she would be flying out of tampa or orlando to go to italy it's, they probably just shot it you know just to have the scene but so 
Amanda says to Jared that she's glad that he that she met Jessica, but there are quote plenty of girls around here to find, and I will just say in my experience that is not true. I am a heterosexual woman. I don't like look for you know women to date, but maybe maybe it's easier for guys trying to date women, but. For me, it's not easy. It's not. It, I've actually written about this, and that's the reason I wanted to bring it up. Is because if you guys are interested, you should read this column that I wrote about dating in Sarasota, which my editors asked me to write based on this survey that we got. If you're curious about what the local dating scene is like here, this is just one person's opinion, obviously. But at the same time, I got a lot of messages saying, "I know exactly what you mean. Exactly how you feel. Know exactly what you mean." And a couple people actually did email me, like asking me out, which was weird and a whole other thing. But anyway, so then they they bring up Georgia. They mention they're going to go wakeboarding. And Amanda mentions that Alyssa has a really cute best friend. And Jared says, I have a really cute personality. So congratulations to Jared. Best of luck. Godspeed, brother. Okay. Now we get a fancy dinner with Madison and Ish at a place called Ophelia's on the Bay, which I've never been to. But this is, I think, the same restaurant where we saw Alex and Juliet reunite in the very first episode of the entire series. And Ish says as much. He doesn't mention that specific incident, but he does mention that he's been there before and on the other side of the camera, though, not in front of it eating dinner with Madison with, with quote unquote, the talent, as I would call it. And she says, I'm glad to have you here on this side of the camera with me. He will not be back in L.A. till November and Canada is going really well, and he has something for her. And this is when the commercial cuts in. It makes it sound like he's going to propose. Of course he's not going to freaking propose. These stupid teasers, like the, with the pregnancy thing last time. It's all crap. It's all phony. But whatever. It's a cute stone, though. <laughs> and they're talking about her parents again. And I wrote, why do they care so much about what her parents think? Which, okay, I understand people care a lot about what their parents think and you should to a certain extent I think but I don't know maybe they're just playing it up a little bit we'll get I'll talk more about that as we get to that scene so they say we should all get together so they plan to have dinner with the Hausbergs I think that's how you say your last name later on in the episode very exciting and then Ish asks Madison to move in with him in LA and he says, I wouldn't ask you if I didn't mean it. And he wants to take the relationship to the next level, but he doesn't want to pressure. He wants to know where her head is at by the end of the summer, which is great. And she looks so happy. And I'm so happy for Madison because she deserves just, you know, a great guy and to be happy. And she seems extremely happy. So, okay. Then. Everyone arrives at the lake house in Georgia, and Amanda says, I feel the southernness coming out of my soul, which is, you know, I mean, I don't know how much how familiar you guys are with this area, but for those of you who are listening from other parts of the country or internationally or who just don't know, but Florida is in the south, technically. It is, the, I mean, the southernmost state in the continental United States. I think Hawaii is further south. Don't at me if I'm wrong. But it's not really Southern culturally, especially where we live in Sarasota, Siesta Key area. It's a lot of transplants. Basically, everyone here, I mean, there's a lot of people that are from here, for sure. But most, a lot of people that I meet are from somewhere else. And since this is the west coast of Florida, 
it's a lot of people that come from uh, Michigan, Wisconsin, Ohio, because traditionally, back before there were airplanes, you would get down to Florida, you know, on the highway, which people still do, obviously, but the highway is I-75 and it goes up to Wisconsin directly and it comes straight down to the west coast of Florida. So, and I'm from, uh, originally from Connecticut and from Boston, so that's the east coast and there's a highway I-95, which I'm sure you guys are familiar with, that goes straight down from Maine to the east coast of Florida, from Maine to Miami, basically. So, it's, you know, that. so we have a lot of that culture here and in northern Florida, like the Panhandle, Panama City, etc., that is more culturally southern than this part of Florida. So when she says she feels the southernness coming out of her soul, it's because it's Georgia as a whole is a culturally southern state, whereas Florida is not really. It's a bit of a melting pot down here. So then we meet um, Alyssa's friend Maddie, who is swimming around in the pool in a bikini and Jared is checking her out. Congratulations to Jared. Good for you. Hopefully you can get some. And JJ is wearing a freaking cowboy hat, which I cannot stand cowboy hats. I don't, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, I don't know. Are you a country music singer? Are you a, a cowboy? No. Okay. I don't know. I just, it's not for me. I'm a northerner. I'm a bit of an elitist. I mean, I guess you could say. I mean, I just say that as like people are always like, oh, Northerners are such elitists. And I'm like, yeah, I guess we kind of are. You just kind of have to own it. But anyway, so he's wearing a cowboy hat and it's annoying me. And Amanda says she's rooming with Coco, so what she calls Chloe. And Jared is interested in Maddie. Um, Alyssa pops a bottle of champagne, gets it on her crotch. Fabulous. It's better than the girl in The Bachelor this season who got it all over her face. But... That's a whole other thing. And Chloe's asking Amanda, why aren't you rooming with JJ? Do you not remember what he did to you? And he was not like this five years ago. He was so aggressive and manipulative. And, you know, we'll talk more about this later. But if this is what Amanda thinks Chloe meddling is, it doesn't make any sense to me. Chloe's just trying to be a good friend. I was not on Chloe's side last episode. But this is just like, this is not meddling in my opinion. But we'll get, we'll talk more about that later. So then we cut to the 4th of July party at Brandon's house. There's a grill. Lots of grills in this episode. More later. And Kelsey, Jake, and Robbie are there. And Garrett shows up, and so do Madison and Ish. And so Ish and Brandon seem like they're good. And then we get back to the Georgia scene where they're water skiing, and JJ's water skiing in a cowboy hat. Hard pass. I just want to, like, hide under my desk. I just don't understand it. But Alyssa's shucking corn, and Chloe says it's nice to get out of siesta. They're in the, her and Chloe are in the kitchen together. And Chloe says it's nice to get out of siesta key. And she says she can finally breathe after the Crescent Club opening. Okay, Chloe. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Great. Because you just opened a new concept and you can just totally afford to leave right after the grand opening. Oh, it runs itself now. No problem. Well, I can go away to Georgia for a few days. Crap. I'm calling BS. So... Then Alyssa tells Chloe that Alex came clean to her, and Chloe mentions that she got lunch with 
Juliet and showed in which she witnessed proof of the six hour phone call. And Alyssa says, that's a red flag. That's sketchy. And Chloe says, well, where do you and Alex stand? And Alyssa says, well, give me advice. What do you think I should do, Chloe? She wants to be more serious, but that stuff makes her want to take a step back. So, and Alyssa says, what if I was talking to my ex for six hours? That would be really bad, right? Okay. (laughs) So, Alyssa says it's a red flag and that it's sketchy behavior. I would say that Alex being on the phone with Juliet for six hours is more than a red flag. That seems somewhere between red red flag and deal breaker to me, like complete and total deal breaker. And also, I've noticed, and I've obviously given Alyssa credit for this in the past, I've said Alyssa needs, like she's good about saying she doesn't want to deal with stuff and she calls Alex out on on his BS. But she like just constantly excuses it like she might get mad for a moment but then she just goes back to just being with him and you know later on the episode she becomes his girlfriend despite all these red flags so Alyssa what are you doing like you can't change this guy like you talk to him but like there's all kinds of things about the situation that make no sense to me but anyway so Yeah, they're jet skiing again, and I wrote down again, JJ, take that effing cowboy hat off. And they're talking about Alex and Alyssa. I think it's JJ and Alex and Jared, and Alex is saying he doesn't want to screw their friendship up, but it's a little bit too late for that. He and Alyssa can't just be friends anymore. Um, And then we get Chloe FaceTiming Madison, and Madison's saying, when you guys leave Siesta Key... It's suddenly a normal place, and Julia isn't even at the party, because remember, Madison is at Brandon's party in this part. And I'm like, this is good. I kind of like the... So far, I'm liking this episode at this point. I'm saying, yeah, I mean, like, just without Juliet at this party causing drama, I'm enjoying it. Looks like everybody's having fun. And Juliet's working at Blend. Uh, Her hair is in a bun. It looks adorable. I love it. And she's telling Kelly that she heard that... A lot of people went to Georgia, and she says, well, if I'd known that, maybe we could have gone to Brandon's party, but it's all good. Um, We see Kelsey and Garrett talking to each other back at Brandon's party, and they talk about Jake, and Garrett says, how's Jakey Poo, or where is Jakey Poo? And Kelsey goes, over yonder, hither north, very Game of Thrones-esque, great. So then Kelsey asks about Kara, and Garrett hasn't talked to her at all since she left, and I, I'm fine with it. I, I just don't want to see Kara on the show anymore. I don't care. She's just, like, extremely whiny and annoying and causes so many problems, and I'm just not a fan. So Garrett says, I'm always a nice guy, but I get effed over. And Kelsey says, she's remembering, like, yeah, Garrett, you were my first friend here. I care about you. So, yeah, poor Garrett. Hopefully something good will happen for him at some point. So, okay, now we're back at the lake house. Alex is playing basketball in the pool and can't make any baskets. And he sits down next to Alyssa, and she says she's annoyed with him. Uh Uh-oh. And he says, well, why? And she says, Chloe told me that you made her, or that she made you, Talk to me about the Juliet thing. You would have never come clean to me otherwise. And Alex says, first off, what's the point of Chloe telling you that? 
Honestly, this is this is the most annoying thing in the entire world. This this makes me mad like to know I mean, it's just the depths to which this makes me mad is just like immeasurable because that's not the point, Alex. That's not the point. It's not the point that Chloe told her. Sure, you maybe you don't want her doing that, but like you did it, Alex. Like he's just the master of deflecting. It's so I know I say this all the time, but it is so transparent how he just never acknowledges the actual problem or takes responsibility for anything. It's always somebody else's fault. He's just such a spoiled brat. So yeah. Alyssa says she doesn't tolerate lying. But she is tolerating it, so that's a whole other thing. And Alex says, I don't think it's lying if I say something to avoid an argument. That is literally the definition of lying by omission. So I'm just, I don't know. I, I can't take this anymore with Alex. He's just so bad. Like, he's just so bad. And, and he gets worse. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get more. We'll get into it more. So Alex says he's going to put a stop to this. Whatever that means. So then they're having a nice dinner, and I'm wondering, why are they all getting dressed up? Aren't they just going downstairs for dinner? But you know what? I appreciate that. I appreciate a getting ready, a full glam, like getting you know makeup on, putting on right, the right earrings, just to go downstairs and have dinner, especially if you're on vacation. I appreciate that. I've, I've been known to uh, get fancy for, certain, for similar occasions myself, and I'm a Taurus, so it's kind of in our blood. But anyway, so JJ is talking to Amanda. I made note that although he has removed the cowboy hat, I am and I am still choosing to be angry about the cowboy hat. He does have a really nice smile. I know I've said that before. Cute guy. Um, yeah, shorter in person, like I said before, a few episodes ago when Anna and I actually met him in person. But cute, good looking. So Brandon, why do I have Brandon here? Oh, I, I guess I guess. Um, it skips to Brandon talking to uh, Madison and Ish at his party. And he's saying that, you know, basically it's over between him and Amanda. And she says, you deserve someone that has your back fully. Madison says that. So that's nice. And then we have Amanda talking to JJ again. So it's kind of intercut here. And she says, I just wanted to enjoy my summer with friends. And then you come and mess it all up. And she says she doesn't want to get hurt again. He says, I'm never going to hurt you. Okay, whatever. I literally don't believe that coming from anybody in Siesta Key other than Madison and Garrett. Uh, He says he wants to be with her. He says he feels like he's grown up and he appreciates someone who cares about him and who is loyal. And she says, I was always loyal to you. Can't say the same, vice versa. And he says, I got my work cut out for me, don't I? And she says, you seriously do, especially with Chloe speaking into my ear so here's another thing i want to mention why do these people all keep going back to people that cheat on them what is that is that just like accepted as a normal thing you're a cheater whether it's emotional or physical or mental or whatever and you i don't think mental cheating is a thing i'm sorry you guys emotional or physical cheating and you're just gonna go back like why is this normal why is this normal? It doesn't make any sense. Just cut the cord. Cut the cord. Get away. I mean, I don't know. 
And I don't really know if JJ has really proved himself enough at this point, but I guess that's kind of the point of what they were saying. So we see a firework sequence at Brandon's. Everyone's making out except Brandon. Poor Brandon. Sad Brandon. I don't like sad Brandon. Nice guy, seems like. And so back at Alyssa's, everyone is eating and drinking, and Alex calls Chloe out. And he says, so are you enjoying hanging out, or are you more of a Team Juliet girl? Which is such crap. It's such crap. I mean, you can't make people choose sides, but whatever. And Chloe says, well, why haven't you made it official with Alyssa? What's really going on? And Alex says, I've learned that you shouldn't push things. It'll happen when the time is right. Chloe says, I don't understand why you're mad at me. You were on the phone for six hours. And Alex says, I st- yes, I stayed on the phone for too long. And she was playing the poor me stuff. And Chloe says, you wouldn't be in this situation if you hadn't been on the phone for six hours, which is so true. I think we're all losing sight of what's really important here is the fact that he was on the phone for six hours with his ex-girlfriend. If it hadn't been for that, none of these problems would have happened. And Amanda is mad, too. I didn't. Ex- I did not see this coming, you guys. I didn't see this coming. I didn't think Amanda was going to turn on Chloe because, you know, earlier in the episode, I'm rooming with Coco. They're talking. It's friends. Everything seems cool. And then Amanda just snaps on Chloe. And I wrote down typical Gemini crap. Amanda's a Gemini. No offense to you, Gemini's out there. Not every Gemini is like this. A lot of the Gemini-ness can exhibit itself in a lot of different ways. But oh my God, Amanda, what the heck? I think this is what I'm I'm really this is this is another thing I'm worrying about or wondering about is these people have no code of which they live by like Amanda is blaming Chloe for quote unquote her mouth getting her into trouble but how is it her mouth like Chloe was just trying to be a good friend to Amanda. So is it just Chloe giving advice to Amanda? Amanda is suddenly like Chloe like messing with Amanda's head. Like Amanda, you don't have to listen to what Chloe's telling you to do. Like you can't get mad at Chloe for giving you advice and like trying to be a good friend. Like so if you don't like it then just tell her, "Thanks Chloe, I understand, but I don't agree." Like why are you just like freaking out at her and it doesn't make any sense. It's frustrating because I just see this happen all the time like people get mad on this show at other people for doing things to them that they would just as soon do themselves it just doesn't make any sense I don't understand the moral code or the whatever there is none I don't know why I'm thinking about it so much I just feel like when people do something wrong that's wrong and it doesn't make you a bad person necessarily but you should be called out on it and you should apologize. Don't make excuses. Maybe it's just because they're young and immature. I don't know. But children, ugh, whatever. So um, we get Jared and Maddie, <laughs> an interesting little subplot there. They kiss. Um, it just so happens, you know, I think that it's just two single people the only single people so they get together congratulations jared except for don't not congratulations because this the show edited you in a way that made it seem like you couldn't get it up and like please her so maybe maybe that's the case but i it, they didn't have to include that and they wouldn't they wouldn't do that to like i don't know jj maybe not i don't think so but it's just like i don't know what they're trying to do with jared here like make him look like embarrass him so oh well at least they cuddled right um yeah this could have been romantic but it wasn't (laughs) poor jared he should really 
get a good moment after all this crap he's been going through the past couple episodes. Alrighty, so we have the scene with Madison's parents and Paige. Paige is back on our screens at a place in called Finns at Sharkies. Sharkies, excuse me. It's in Venice, which is in Sarasota County, but it's about 25 minutes south of the city of Sarasota. And I've never been to, I've never eaten there, but I have done some interviews there for stories that I've worked on. There was one that I worked on about Red Tide and its impact on service industry professionals. And I interviewed several bartenders and servers down there. And this was about almost two years ago when we had a really, really bad Red Tide bloom here. Just want to let you guys know that I know there's like concern about that still, but we don't have it right now. Usually it's only here for a week or two over the summer, but two years ago it was just really bad for some reason. So don't worry about that. Come to Sarasota anyway if you want. Check it out. You know, I'm not, I'm not getting paid to say that, but they might as well pay me at this point. No, I'm just kidding. I'm a journalist. So, all right, Finns at Sharkies. So... Both of Madison's parents are there. They're divorced, but they're there together. And so it's it's really weird. It's it's really weird. I mean, I get it. Madison's the youngest child, and I guess her dad is protective of her. But I don't like that he said, when she said, well, you know Ish and I are dating, and he says, I know you're friends. And that's annoying because they're dating, and they have been for months at this point. And she says, he's my boyfriend. I just want to share some news. Ish asked me to move in with him in L.A. And it's silent. And no one likes this. Nobody likes it. And mom says, that's a problem. Dad says, I don't think it's well thought out or in your best interest. And they're just concerned about the age difference. And Ish is basically like, she's an adult, but I'd rather have all of your blessings. And even Paige, who Ish seemed to think would be on their side, says, well, Ish, I... Basically, I like you, but I don't know you other than like as a producer. So I don't know about you and Madison together. And that's really sad. And Paige says something that is, you know, kind of hurts, but it's true, which is, isn't it kind of cliche in L.A., a producer, like an older man dating a younger actress? And that is a cliche. But I mean, they're in love. So what are you going to do? But I get it. Like, I guess on paper, if you, when you put it like that, it doesn't look so good. And they're worried about the fact that Ish travels a lot for work. And she says that Madison basically says everything they say is really hurting her feelings that they think that she's diving into this blindly. And I just, I feel bad for Madison. I really do. I feel bad. It's a tough situation, but you just have to, I mean, not that she wants my or is looking for my advice, but you just got to keep going, you know, follow your heart, do what you can and hope for the best, I think. So then we have a scene at, with Juliet and Chloe at a place called Nakomo's Sunset Hut. And I've actually been there. It's right on it's the, the street is called Tamiami Trail and it's also referred to as US 41, Route 41. And it go, the reason they call it Tamiami Trail is because it goes from Tampa to Miami, hence Tamiami. So it's a little tiki bar, and it's a lovely, lovely view of the water. And I've been there. I went there shortly after I moved here with two of my friends. And uh, so Chloe recaps the Georgia situation to Juliet, and you can tell that Juliet is really loving this you know she's smiling in that way because that she does which is you know it benefits her so she's loving it 
And so we get also Alex and Alyssa talking about their relationship status. And Alyssa says she was wondering what they are. But she's been scared to ask because she feels like he's not over Juliet. He says he's over Alex and Juliet, but it was four years of a relationship, which doesn't fade away overnight. But he says he promises that it's all it is. And Alex says, you're my girl. If you want to be my girlfriend, that would be awesome. And he didn't think he was ready for it, but it's here. And he doesn't want it to go anywhere. And that she makes him a better person. And, I mean, hey, if that's what they want, then great. And I hope that Alex doesn't cheat on her. That's all I'm going to say. I hope that Alex doesn't cheat on Alyssa, especially now that we know she's pregnant. I wonder if that's going to be revealed next week. I'm going to guess probably. But, yeah. So, they're boyfriend and girlfriend now. Whoopee. I personally think Alyssa can do a lot better. But she's choosing to tolerate this, I guess. Did you hear me taking a sip of my seltzer? You're welcome for a little bit of ASMR in this podcast. Okay. So then we have the horrible Madison and Ish breakup scene, which I'm just going to forget about because I hate it. Um, Just kidding. I'll talk about it a little bit. So I did appreciate the direct communication in this scene because Ish says, I think you should think about it. And then she says, I don't need to. And then he says, well, I need to think about it. And I just, I really appreciate the direct communication because don't put it on her. I mean, he did try a little bit, but it didn't work. But then eventually he says, no, I'm not going to put it on you. I'm going to just own up to the fact that I need a little bit of time to deal with this. So there you go. I think it's just better if you're direct with people. But she's upset. She storms off. And I don't blame her at all. And but luckily, you know, on Instagram, there was she posted a story saying that she made Ish make her dinner the other day because he broke up with her on national television, which is the least he can do. God. Okay. I will continue past that scene. So this is this is tough. Um there okay. I mean it looks like this is actually the end of the first episode. Very exciting. We've reached the end. And we get a teaser for the next episode, but it comes on right after. So for now, I'll just skip the teaser and I'll just get right into the next episode. So I love the beginning of this episode, which is episode 310. And because have you ever seen such glorious marinated shrimp kebabs in your life? I've seen shrimp kebabs at the fresh market with various marinades, teriyaki, you know, whatever else. I can't even think of any other marinades right now. I'm so disappointed in myself. But man, did those look good. Those looked so good. Now I really want shrimp kebabs. Ugh. Oh, I guess I'm going to have to go buy some after this. But so they're at the Rebella house, which we've covered Rebella extensively on this podcast. And I was wondering, do Robbie and Jake live together? And I'm guessing because they call it the Rebella house that the answer is yes. So this is a party did not know what it was for, but it's a get-together. Brandon's there, Garrett's there, Juliet's there. She brings Courtney and Kelly. And she says she's facing the lesser of two evils, Robbie. Which, you know, obviously she means Robbie versus Alex. Robbie is definitely a lot better than Alex. I like him better, which I never thought I would say I like and Robbie in any sentence. But he's, compared to Alex, (laughs) he looks great. So, Robbie is saying that he hasn't talked to Juliet, 
and she's confusing. And to which I say, how is she confusing if you haven't talked to her? How is that possible? How is she confusing you? I think if you don't talk to someone, it's a pretty clear signal where you stand. That's my opinion. I mean, come on. And Jake brings it. He says, Robbie, Julia is 21 years old. She's a baby. She's immature. And Robbie, kind, I think he knows that. And he's saying, well, she's not used to people being sweet to her. She's been in nothing but trouble. And I love how they're talking about her being immature. Well, in the background, you can see her with these long braids, putting her lip gloss on into her phone like as a mirror. It's just perfect. Great editing. Give this show an Emmy. JK. I don't think they should. Well, maybe they should. I don't know. Anyway, I wrote down Garrett looks hot because apparently he does. I'm really feeling his look this season. Wasn't really into him before, but he's looking good. So they're talking about Julia and Robbie talk, which why, why, but they do. And she says that they talk about blend and she's apologizing for the way she talked to him before, which I don't think she has anything to apologize for. She was extremely direct. I'm glad to see Juliet getting a little bit more direct with her communication this season. And I noticed that Robbie is giving her murder eyes. It's it's like, Oh no, crap. You're no longer dating him. He's going to mount your head on a wall or something, but eh, maybe not. Maybe, maybe he won't. But so she says, well, why did he, Robbie says, well, why did you tell me that you loved me if you didn't? And she says, she, she says she meant it like, I love you, but I'm not in love with you, which obviously she should not have done. And he says, well, if you don't mean it, then don't say it. Fair enough. And she says that he was basically like a father figure to her or an older brother, which I'm sure was really sucked for him to hear. But, you know. And she, but she said she's tired of being led in certain directions, which I understand. Like it can be very frustrating when you ha- when you date someone and like because you want to you know please them, but you also want to figure out who you are, especially at that age. And you are you're just like okay, like breathe, like let me live my life, let me figure out what I want to figure out. And maybe he was kind of taking the reins on the relationship, and he didn't really let her do that. So I can understand you know why she would feel that way. And she says that she's tired of people telling her, she's tired of telling people how she feels and people trying to justify it as being wrong, which totally, totally fair. I totally get that. You should never let anybody tell you, you know, that the way you feel is wrong because you can't help the way you feel. You just can't. It's just, all all you can do is be honest about your feelings and like, just don't try to suppress them and just be like, okay, this is how I feel. How am I going to deal with that? So I thought that was a pretty good talk, actually. And Kelsey and Jake have a brief moment where they talk about how easy their relationship has been, and that makes me happy. So good job. Good job, those two. And then we get a nice shot of a full moon and Crescent Club, Chloe drinking coffee in the bar. She says the bar did really well on the 4th of July, and Alex is there. And I'm wondering, how did Chloe get back to Siesta Key? It's not like when Juliet storms out of a bar, you know, she stormed out of that, I think it was the Evie's at Spanish Point a little earlier in this season or maybe last season and she takes an Uber home. That's one thing, but you can't Uber home from Georgia to Sarasota. It's too expensive. So I'm wondering how she got back. Very convenient, probably production. And... 
so Chloe and Alex are talking and Alex says we have to separate work and our friendship which that's hilarious Alex that you consider what you're doing working but whatever so Chloe says she feels like Alex is mad because she's hanging out with Juliet and she says she shouldn't feel weird going to hang out with Juliet and then Chloe gives the worst the worst idea this uh, these two episodes which is saying something there's a lot of bad ideas but the worst idea is Alex and Juliet talking it out it's just a bad idea but why not <laughs> nothing matters who cares the world's falling apart so she says you need to have a conversation and move on and Alex says he'll try but nothing good's going to come of it which is true one time I'm going to agree with Alex all right, so then it's Jake and Kelsey at Juliet and Kelsey's house, and it's a sad scene. He's talking about how his father died from cancer, and that's horrible. So, I mean, his dad's been sick, and it's just really sad. And she wants to be there for him, and she says that if he wants her to go with him, then she will, but I think maybe, I don't know, is it too early in their relationship? Is it too difficult is it that they're not serious enough but he doesn't want that he says I can't expect you to do that and it's just that stinks but I you know he has to do what he has to do it's a tough situation so he says go see other people don't worry about me and she's obviously upset and I'm you know it's sad because they were a really good couple but you know life happens so um yeah that's sad thoughts and prayers to Jake and his family. So then we get a scene of Madison at a bar and I I couldn't tell which bar. I'm sorry guys. I couldn't figure it out, but she's day drinking, which is not like her. And she tells Chloe about the breakup and how Ish doesn't want her to resent him later on. And so that's what happens. And then Chloe talks about how the situation in Georgia and how Julia and Alex should squash their beef. So good luck with that. And then we get, uh, I think it's the day before Blend opens, Courtney, Julia, and Kelly popping champagne outside of the boutique. They do an awful lot of drinking for people that are supposed to be working. Like just outside the boutique, they pop open bottles of champagne. Okay, like aren't you supposed to be getting the store ready? You're just gonna drink all the time? I don't know, whatever. But then Alex pulls up in his fancy white car, and it's super awkward. And Courtney and Kelly and Juliet are just kind of standing there like, what are you doing here, Alex? And Juliet doesn't really seem to want to talk to him, but they talk. They, they walk next door to Libby's, and it doesn't look like they're ordering anything. I don't even know if Libby's is open, but they're walking next door to Libby's just to have a chat. And she barely says anything. And I feel really bad for Juliet in this scene because he is such a horrible person. How is it, how is it okay? Why, what right does Alex have to get mad at her for dating someone after they broke up? He has absolutely no right to be mad at her because of that. No right. They broke up. And I know he thinks it's not his fault that they broke up, but it is because he cheated on her and she caught him. And, like, it's not... She, he has no right to be mad at her because of that. And she's going around... Apparently, he, he heard her 
like rumors that she'd said that she'd never been treated that well. And she says, you're just hearing that through the grapevine. She never said that. So he's holding stuff against her that she never actually said to him, only based on rumors that he heard. That's so messed up. There's no way she can win in that situation. But I also think that's kind of the point. I think it's kind of the point that he doesn't want her to have any control. He doesn't want, he wants to be able to hold whatever he sees fit against her. So she literally cannot win. I feel really bad for Juliet here. And he says that her his gift to her basically was not knocking Robbie's fake teeth out. And he didn't go around places that he would see Robbie because he knew he would knock him out. And Juliet says, I'm sorry that I hurt you. I'm not going to be mean to you or Alyssa. I'll say hi, but I don't know you anymore. You're not in my life anymore. And then he storms out saying, I don't think that's going to work. As if he has any say as if he has any say that is so disturbing that is such an abusive controlling thing to say i'm not a psychiatrist but like what the heck so messed up feel so bad for her because she just can't escape him it's like he's just constantly lurking around and making her life miserable and this is i just think it's textbook emotional abuse in my professional opinion of course so then, finally, it's the grand opening of Blend. Very exciting. And I have to say, unless this season was shot over the course of several months, I don't think this was actually when Blend opened. Because Blend opened, I think it wasn't that long ago. I think it was in October. And I remember, you know, the incident with Chloe and Juliet fighting that happened in May. So, unless... They just filmed over the course of several months, then I don't think that that's really the opening. And that's basically, I don't know, I, instead of selling clothes, it looks like they're just all drinking and having a party, which is weird. But hey, who am I to judge? What do I know? Kelsey arrives with that guy, Joe, who is Robbie and Jake's friend. And Madison and Chloe are there. Garrett, Brandon, and Jared are there. And Robbie shows up in a white suit. Okay, great. Peak Kendall. They have those little Instagram wings inside Blend, and Kelsey stands in front of them, and she says to Garrett, ask Garrett to take the picture, and she says, do I look stupid? And he says, yes. (laughs) And so that's funny. And then Alex and Alyssa arrive, and I literally wrote F, like, why are they there? Alex walks in. He immediately flicks Robbie. He's just a psycho. He's a psycho. And he's just getting really aggressive, yelling at Robbie and Joe the whole time. And Alyssa, God, if I were her, man, I would be so done with this guy. Because think about it. He's doing it because he's mad that Robbie dated Juliet, his ex. So how could Alyssa possibly be okay with this? That's what I want to know. So, yeah, it's pretty bad. And Alex is yelling at everyone. Juliet's like, just, just please leave. And she just hopes that... Uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's, it was rough. It was really rough. It was just, I I honestly don't know why this stuff is okay to be shown. Like, this behavior is not normal. It's not normal behavior. If there's, like, you know, 15, 16, 17-year-old kids that watch this show, I just don't want them to think that, like, that's how, what you should, that's considered normal in a relationship, or that's considered, like, something that you should want 
for a, from a guy to do that for you, it's just not okay. It's not okay. It's controlling. It's scary. It's just because trust me, I mean, it's not like even if he had her, he'd be that nice to her. We know that based on past seasons and stuff. So she Juliet leaves, which I think was a mistake. She shouldn't have left. She should have stayed and helped with the cleaning, which is basically what Courtney says to her the next day. And Courtney says the drama had zero to do with the grand opening. And last night was supposed to be about blend. And then everyone's feelings and ex-boyfriends and emotions got involved. It's a place of business. I don't want drama in my place of business. And she says, I know you didn't ask for it to happen, but it's seeming to become a common thing. And Juliet says, I don't think it's going to be a common thing. And Courtney says, oh, it's definitely not going to be a common occurrence. And she says, if I have to hire someone else, I will. Juliet handles that. It's so funny how the, the things that really upset Juliet, the things that she's rational about, like she seems so calm and cool and collected when um, Courtney basically says, you have to stop or I'm going to fire you. Like, and then when it comes to Alex and all the boyfriend stuff, she just loses her mind. Maybe it's because she's sober versus drunk too, but if I were her, I'd be way more upset about like my boss yelling at me. <laughs> Because that seems like it's actually worth something in in your life versus Alex is not worth anything. But yeah, it's it's tough, though, because she's been through a lot with Alex. It's a very emotional, tumultuous situation. So then we have Robbie and Kelsey at the Rebella house drinking healthy juice. And they basically talk about how Kelsey was worried that because Jake was gone, that her work with Rebella would be compromised and Robbie says oh no you're basically the most well-rounded model that we have which is great so good for her and then we cut to Madison and Chloe they're drinking coffee at this place called the reserve which they showed on the show before it's a little it looks like a little barn and it's also on North Tamiami Trail but very different um, side of North Tamiami Trail and it is like a little coffee shop, wine bar. It's really cute. They're doing construction right around there right now. But I went there recently and it was good. It's good. It's a good time. It's definitely worth visiting. And so, yeah, at this point, they're just talking about how Alex is literally violent and how Chloe doesn't want Alex to be the person that he was being at Blend. And it makes her sad because she really loves all of her friends. And she wonders why everyone can't get along. She hates that everyone has to pick sides. And Chloe wants to get everyone together to hash it out. And she sends out a text message. So Chloe's deciding to be the peacemaker now. And she says just because she starts drama doesn't mean she doesn't know how to fix it. And I think that that's an okay idea but I guess it's it's not as bad of an idea as Alex and Juliet talking face to face but really how can you possibly talk to Alex like he's not rational but anyway so we get a brief scene of Juliet and Robbie bearing the hatchet and their friends and that makes me happy actually because they do kind of seem like they could be friends and have some stuff in common so happy to see that there's no drama between them And so then we have the scene with the big confrontation, intervention, whatever you want to call it. So there's s'mores. They're very strategically placed, like marshmallows and graham crackers stacked up in glass jars. And it's quite 
aesthetically pleasing. I, I really enjoy that. And now I want a s'more. Damn, I'm hungry. Ugh. Well, anyway, so every it's the whole main cast there, which I appreciated. I was glad they didn't bring in like Robbie wasn't there, Alyssa wasn't there, like all the extra players like weren't there. It's just the main cast, which is Juliet, Alex, Madison, Brandon, Garrett, and Kelsey, and Amanda. What Amanda's not part of the main cast, but in terms of like the supporting cast, she's probably like the number one cast member. So yeah. And Madison opens up about Ish and how sad she is. And Brandon is sweet and he says, Well, what she said was very heartfelt. And I really think that everyone is just so focused on their own crap that they can't think about Madison because she doesn't go out of her way to say, hey, help me, or she doesn't cause a scene. So they forget about her, but she's dealing with real stuff and she deserves to have her friends there for her, and I just feel really bad for her. So Alex says, you know, Chloe starts it off by saying, I'm sorry things have gotten so bad between Alex and Juliet. What happened at Blend was embarrassing. She wants everyone to not have to choose sides. And Alex says, I don't like getting crap on for my relationship that I had for four years. And he says the relationship was pretty good for the most part, wasn't it, Juliet? And Juliet says, you live in la-la land. Like, which is true. And Chloe's like, you're basically children. And she says she wants to be friends with whoever she wants to be friends with. And Alex says, if you want to be friends with me and Juliet, it's a gray area. And Juliet's like, Alex, no one, we can't tell them who to be friends with. Which is true. Like, he can't. But he's just such a psychopathic ogre controlling annoying person that he you know I guess he thinks he can tell people what to do so they're kind of yelling and she says you're a bad guy Juliet says you're a bad guy I'm trying to make you look like a good guy and she storms off and Alex is like she's just drunk and they get into so they they kind of get into a fight they, they kind of go and talk off on their own and everyone's eavesdropping a little bit and Juliet says can you just stop trying to hurt me please I don't want you to rub it in my face that you're with her and Alex says well maybe I was trying to do that initially but I'm not trying to do it anymore and Juliet says I'm glad that I can make you better for the next girl will you damage me for the next guy and she says you know, he says, I love you while we were together. I wouldn't have dealt with you for that long if I didn't. And she says, you have a huge ego problem. I truly think that's why you can't be faithful to people. It's one thing to have the love and sex and stuff, but I miss my friend. You were so many parts of my life. And Amanda cuts in saying something like, once you love somebody, you never stop, which debatable. I'm not so sure about that. But yeah, they just kind of, they're really upset, basically. And they hug. And she's sobbing and I just wrote effed up, effed up, effed up, effed up. Like just, I feel really bad for Juliet because she obviously is emotionally attached to Alex, but he's such a bad guy. He's such a bad guy. And she, he has this way of getting at her, like for her to ask him, can you please stop trying to rub it in my face that you're with her? Can you stop trying to hurt me? That's only going to make him want to do it more. And that's so sad. It's just, how do you get out of a situation like that? That's really difficult. I feel really bad for her. 
anyway, so that's the episode. We get a little teaser for next week, and we have Brandon going to Nashville, and we have Amanda calling Juliet and Chloe bitches. Very nice. So I wonder if we're going to get the pregnancy reveal. They didn't tease it, but I wonder if we're going to get that. Um, if we don't, then I don't know. I guess there's going to be more episodes, which is very exciting. But I just feel like... This was a pretty good doubleheader. There was a lot, like I said, a lot happened. I'm a fan of it, and I'm excited to watch it next week. I really, really miss Anna, and I really can't wait for her to come back. But until then, thanks a lot for listening, guys. My name's Laura, Laura Finaldi, and you can follow me on Twitter, at Laura E. Finaldi, and you can read my recaps of Siesta Key on the Herald Tribune's website. It's for Sarasota Herald Tribune. The website is heraldtribune.com. Thanks, guys, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.